1: and broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority.
2: Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, February 19, 2022, the long-awaited prediction show where we look at the crystal ball in guest mergers and acquisitions, trends in the cigar industry, and a lot more. Welcome, everybody, to The Cigar Authority.
3: And you are listening to The Cigar Authority, now in its 12th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcasts by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network, and you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com.
4: The most listened to in the world. In the world. We Did, were just reviewing the millions of downloads. Millions. Didn't we just hit a new benchmark? Oh, we've got so many. Yep. It's in the multiple millions. Multiple 1000000s we'll say
2: that. Let's do that. Um, this is a show. I'm just going over my show notes before the show started, and I say... Why do I do this? Well, well, because I'm going to hear a lot of shit. It's just the weirdest. It's the weirdest show. Of Nobody should be giving ridiculous.
3: you any shit because you, you're making the whole thing up. You're right. just throwing it out there as these are, these are possibilities. Maybe this is a move you would make if you were in a certain person's shoes. And then it happens.
2: And then all hell breaks loose. Do you know who else It's hate- like, did you sign a non-disclosure? No, I didn't know anything. I made it up. It's do you know so- who
4: else hates this show? At Santa Maria. Oh yeah, because, because oh, he, he hears it yeah. too. Yeah. You yeah. know, they happen to be on the phone with him. What's Dave saying? Why would he say that? Yeah. Why do he do
2: that? So uh, it is a. Um, it's all for fun. Yeah, yeah. We, we just. It's like gambling for charity right now, which is for fun. Yeah, could it, educated guesses, wouldn't it be cool if this person bought that person? I tried
3: giving you a note, but you just keep digging
2: yourself into a yeah. deeper <laughs> hole over here. I, I get you. All right, right, let's. Uh, before digging a hole, let's uh, light a cigar. Barry, what do we have here? Well,
5: today's first cigar is 22 North by 83 West, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by J. Fuego, exclusively for two guys. The size we're lighting up is a 5.5 by 52 Bellicoso Fino, and it's an all Corojo blend featuring a Brazilian wrapper, Costa Rican binder, and fillers from Nicaragua, Honduras, and the Dominican Republic. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care package, and a single will set you back $6.99, while a box of 20 is just $119.99, which comes out to $5.99 per cigar. That's a savings of almost $20 or 14% off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. Since you can't find them anywhere else, come to twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. And this cigar is a favorite of everybody who smoked it. Really? Okay. Uh, everybody that works here loves it. Nobody's mm-hmm. ever told me they didn't like it. It's yeah. Very, once you smoke it. Then you, you
3: understand. F- yes.
2: And, and it's one of those, if if you have to pick a cigar to say under $7. Great cigars for under $7. This is in there. Yep. We're talking about the Torpedo. The whole line is under $7 by the single and under $6 by the box. And is
4: it just me? or That's a little pointy for a Bellicoso. A little
2: too pointy? A little bit. Yeah?
4: Usually, I think they round a little yeah, more. You could yeah, you can poke an
2: eye out with this. Yeah. are what you saying.
4: I mean, it's not Perdomo
2: pointy, yeah. but... <laughs> All right, let's give it. Let's cut that little point off now, and the official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence.
3: I got to bang through some shout-outs here. All we got right. Ross Blacker listening to us on the highway. He's on some road trip. And uh, texted me he wants a shout out. So there's your shout out, Ross. Uh, we got Brent from Tennessee in the audience. Drove all for, the way up. Can
2: you ask for the shout out?
3: Uh, he did. All right. What am I going to do? <laughs> all right. No, you can't have a shout out. What does it cost me? Nothing. Uh, Brent from Tennessee and his son Luke from Plymouth are here in the studio yeah. audience. Uh, Sammy B, my brother, his birthday is on Tuesday. Yes, he turns forty-two on two 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 two. And two, two. he's not
2: having the two, event two, on. Tuesday, two two two. No, his
3: birthday party is going to be tonight. Because so. we're
2: having a big thing. We are. Two guys is having a big uh. shindig, and well, everybody
3: on me has
5: been asking me to say what it is, and I said I'll say maybe Dave will let it leak on the show.
2: Mm. Mm. Don't do it. So Tuesday is February two, second month twenty two. Two o two two. It doesn't get better than this for another two hundred years. I'm not going to see it for Just two guys smoking. Well, hundred years
5: because yeah. twenty one twenty two will still be. Which two. Doesn't
2: get better. It right. Only gets it's better, better twenty two twenty two. Yeah, and I'm not going to see it. Maybe no. you guys will see it. I don't, I know don't, think, no, so. I don't think so. This is it. This <laughs> maybe
3: is they'll maybe they'll replug you in in the matrix. Back maybe the, they'll be th- playing this
2: show and saying this is two hundred years ago that they did this show. Listen mm. to them talking about this two. On on an audio thing mm. that doesn't exist, they're not just mm. thinking about this, which is where it's going to go in the future. You know,
4: you know what you could try is maybe have your head frozen like Ted Williams. Yeah, <laughs> and then we'll mean, you
2: do whatever you want when when <laughs> you, when I go. You, if you think uh, that would be a good idea, <laughs>
4: like a weekend at Bernie's yes. type of cigar yes. authority show, we'll just. We also
3: uh, we also have Billy Rayno in the audience and. Uh, Yes, he, he recently uh, lost uh, part of his basement in a tragic water accident. Water trouble? Just collapsed wall. Uh he had to go stay with his parents. It's horrible.
2: It's not a bad thing. I'm sure he liked it. He definitely got
3: to smoke more cigars. There we go. That he didn't have to pay for. All right, <laughs> let's light it up. Uh, we're going to light our cigar today with the Saber by Vertigo. This is no. This is single action. The person using the lighter only has to do one action. Push the button down, and two jets come alive, fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. But wait, there's more. On the other side of the lighter, the front of the lighter, you have a full-sized V-cutter. Reverse V. Boom. I'm not saying that it's the most ideal cutter. I'm just saying it's on your lighter. You'll always Mm -hmm. have it. Easy adjustment at the bottom, and the price is the thing that's going to blow your mind. $29.99. Twenty nine ninety nine. That
4: dual flame is angled to come to a pinpoint. point. You got very nice. It's an unbelievable lighter for twenty nine ninety
2: nine. You ever cut your torpedo with a V cutter? I've done it. Yeah, I've That's done crazy it. Crazy talk. Really?
4: <laughs> it works out better if it's one of the deep V's
2: because now they crisscross the two V's and they oh make yeah. a crown or a
3: star. Star who knows. Okay, you're so up on the the up and coming trends that we've been doing for five <laughs> years.
2: Yeah? Um, So predictions. A prediction, that's what we're going to do today. We're going to predict the cigar industry future. So it's a statement about what will happen or might happen in the future. The act of saying what will happen in the future, the act of predicting something. Um, Like a hypothesis, which is the ideal word because this is an educated guess. How How do we get it right so many times? The education of we know what's going on, we can see what's happening, you see... This guy with that guy—that doesn't make any sense—that these two people are right. together. And the next thing you know, one of them buys the other one out. And I saw it. You know, I just came from a trade show. There were yeah. people together.
4: It was tougher when there were COVID cancellations Correct. of trade show. Then
2: I couldn't see anything. No. And then I went to Dominican Republic, and I go mm-hmm. into a box factory, and I see something. Maybe, you know, wow, there's a collaboration happening. I can see it. So then I can start putting two to, two together. Some of them never happen. Some of them actually happen. Um,
4: <laughs> Ryan Seneca says, every time you crisscross a V-cut, a puppy gets hit by a car. Ah,
2: all right, we've got to stop <laughs> to <doing> that. <laughs> <laughs>
4: um, so, what kind of puppy? Just a mean one. Oh, all right,
3: yeah, it's okay then.
2: 100 years ago today, W.L. George um was nothing short of a visionary when he imagined the remarkable world of 2022, what it would be like in 100 years. Hmm. He wrote a full-page article for the New York Herald where George's predictions are a century old today. He said, I expect commercial flying to become entirely commonplace.
4: Mm -hmm. Nailed Uh, it.
2: Nailed it, right? Uh, That people can go from London to New York in about 12 hours. It's actually less than that, right It's like mm-hmm. six, right People of the year 2022 will probably never see why it outlined in the sky. so he saw wireless happening. Ah Wireless uh, telegraphic and wireless telephones will crush the cable system long before the century is done. Cool. Coal will be exhausted, and our <laughs> reserves will be seriously depleted, and so will those of oil. That will be one of the dangers. Mr. the boat will be on a- that one. Well, it's, we, we got a shortage. I mean, there's an issue right now. We don't have
3: a shortage of oil. We have a shortage of refinement. It's, there's a big difference.
2: All right. Can't drive without it.
3: I live close enough. I can walk.
2: Power will be obtained by tides, the sun, and probably radium from other forms of radical energy. Hmm. Movies will be more attractive. Replaced by kilofoams which now exist in the laboratories. Figures on the screen will not only move, but they will have natural colors and speak with ordinary voices. Remember, this was 100 years ago. Right. Many buildings now standing will be preserved. It will be conceivable that the capital of Washington, many, uh, many of the universities and churches will still be standing in 2022. They are. Naturally... The the work of households, which are being reduced day-to-day in 2022, will be a great deal lighter. I believe that most of the cleaning required in today's household will be done away with. In first place, it will disappear, the disappearance of coal and other forms of electricity, uh, and there will be no more smoke, perhaps not even tobacco. Well oh. not in my house. He missed the boat on that one. Not mm. even tobacco. So isn't it interesting that he did say, but it wasn't conceivable hundred years ago that they would eliminate
3: I mean tobacco. He'd kinda nailed the part about the rumba vacuum when he predicted that because mm. you don't have to lift a finger. You got that? Doesn't everybody?
2: I think we got one. it never used it. Mm. I could be wrong. I think we got one and never used it. There's stuff
3: in your closets.
2: It, it's like um, exercise equipment, right? You got it, <laughs> but you just never use it.
5: No, that's what you hang your clothes on. Right, right.
2: right. Uh, as much as some people get it right, there's a lot of people that got it wrong. Cars are a fad. That was said in 1903 by the president of Michigan Savings Bank. Uh, he warned Henry Ford's lawyer uh, to protect his money. The horse is here to stay, he said. Mm. But the automobile is a novelty. It's a fad. Um, you certainly got that wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, global catastrophes that wasn't. Me and Ed Sullivan were just talking about this the other day. Y2K is one of the all-time greats. The year 2000 approaches and software that was written with only two digits uh, was simply going to go away and we were... Planes were going to fall from the sky. and
4: Everything was going to just go to shit.
2: You were too young, Jonathan, 20, 22 years ago. You remember the big Y2K thing? Oh, yeah, you I was were there. You a man? Were you we, a man? Yes. <laughs> yeah? Okay. I mean,
3: as much as I am now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, in
2: 1966, Time Magazine re- re- ran a bold prediction. Remote shopping, while entirely feasible... Will flop because women like to get out of the house, (laughs) like to handle the merchandise, and like to be able to change their minds.
3: Uh, So it's not going to work. Yeah. Now
2: now
4: they
3: own the house.
2: Yeah. 1966. It doesn't seem that too long ago.
4: Zappos covered that with shoes because they give you... The ability do to it. send them back easily. Yeah. I mean, my when wife we're... usually orders multiple sizes and then just sends send them. back
2: them. To... So they, it's got to be figured in that they're going to absolutely do it, right? Right. In 1946, studio executive Darren Zanuck could, couldn't could imagine TV getting much traction. Television won't be able to hold to any market and capture after the first six months, he predicted, people will soon get tired of staring at a plywood box every night. It's not a plywood box anymore, mm, but it's, it's the certainly the thickness still.
3: of a piece of plywood.
2: Robert McAuliffe, the founder of 3M Digital Electronics Company, professor at the University of Texas, had a PhD at Harvard and co-inventor of the Ethernet. Um, big resume here. Despite his impressive resume, McAuliffe is known for at least one inaccurate prediction that is likely to li- he is unlikely to live down. In 1995, issued uh, issue of InfoWorld, he famously said that the internet would soon go spectacular supernova and in 1966, catastrophically collapse. And this guy is in, in the business. He said. 1996 it's gone. It didn't work. Everything will be made of steel, says Thomas Edison, the inventor of the light bulb. Imagine uh, a steel light bulb? <laughs> really? In an interview with the Miami Metropolis in 1911, uh he said the American boom in steel industry uh, is the baby of the 21st century, and there will be steel cradles. The father will sit in a steel chair at a steel <laughs> dining room table, and um, you'll have all steel furniture
3: change and, uh, one word of that and say and plastic. He's got it.
2: plastic, plastic, right? Close, but no cigar, right. There, right? Plastic. And the last one I have here is all women will be giants. <laughs> In 1950, the Associated Press writer Dorothy Rowe used what she called scientific evidence to predict that by the year 2000, all women would be at least six feet tall. Hmm. The proportions will be perfect. missed it by that much, Pam. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The proportions will be perfect through Amazonians. Hmm. So she... They were close. It was going to be an Amazonian, but it was Amazon shipping the packages <laughs> the other guy said wasn't going to happen, but through Amazonians, because science has the perfect balance of rate of vitamins, proteins, and minerals that will produce the maximum body efficiency and minimize body fat, she wrote, Amazon women by the year two thousand. It's twenty twenty two and
5: fake news even existed back then. Yes
2: but it was with scientific data. (laughs) So today we're going to get to non-scientific data, which uh, this is is troublesome because is it bad if we leave your company out? You, Mr. Cigar Manufacturer or Brand Owner, you're listening under a different name. You're there listening to the show. Maybe it's afterwards. Maybe you're live right now. Do you really want to hear your name mentioned, or are you hoping we don't mention your name? I've seen both, that when I don't mention somebody, I get a call and say, how come you left us out? But then again, I've put them in, and then they say, why don't you leave, mind your own business and leave us maybe. out of this thing?
3: Maybe you guessed a little too close to home.
2: Maybe. Maybe I'm uh, hitting home. I don't know, but it's it's all fun and games here. This is this is half the show of, of making shit up. And I was, as I say, I was going through the notes beforehand that i write as the year goes on as things as, as i start seeing things i make a little note and i go back to it and i add a little note so it's not like i just sat there for 5 minutes and did it this is the course over the year and after today the new sheet will start and yep. and at, as i um see things I add it to predictions, and then I even change it before the before event. The you'd see a lot of There's notes. notes yep. There's a lot of scribble marks and scratching things out uh, because I came back from a trade show, and mm. something looked different. So those decisions are made. Um, I've included myself in this in the mm. past. Uh, I don't think I have this year. I'm uh, not thinking of anything. Of-
3: Wouldn't that just be tipping your hand if you did because you kind of know you? Mm. Mm-hmm.
2: But I could get another accurate check mark. <laughs> That's true, right?
3: You could, yeah. You could stack the deck.
2: And when and if we get to it, uh, jump in when I'm on a certain thing. But certainly at the end of it, jump in and say whatever things you have to say about them. But um, I did hear from two different manufacturers this week. Looking forward to. Uh, getting on there? Oh, actually, looking what, forward to it. Yeah. Were,
5: were they fishing for what you had
2: in I mind? Think, I think so, but I didn't uh, give anything up. But they are listening, uh, and they 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 were in that list from last week of uh, the top people, and they they care what it has to say. And um, one of the one of the two is in here. One is not in here. I don't believe.
3: When I was a kid, my mom used to bake. Bread, And she made this specific recipe called honey wheat bread. And it was just a little butter and honey brushed on the top. And then it would finish for the last 10 minutes and get that crust going. If you cut that crust off and just ate the honey wheat crust, that's what this
2: 2283 is.
4: So that was the old days when you used to eat food? Correct. Yeah, yeah you no longer eat today. food.
2: You never eat no. that. No. <laughs> I would say more of the... Um, raisiny um, dark bread and, like the one in the can was with the raisins and the molasses mm. and the sweetness. Brown bread, you mean.
6: Raisin,
2: no, not that. Raisin
3: toast. Not that.
6: Raisin,
3: raisin toast. Raisin toast. Raisin toast. Even when I, I taste raisin toast, I'm not saying it because I hate <laughs> that drop so much. <laughs>
4: Right. It doesn't have the cinnamon, so it's more of that brown bread. Right? Yeah. yeah, I agree with you. In that. the can. You, you're right. Yeah.
2: Giggity. You
4: nailed Give yourself a, a little. There we there go. There we
2: go. I can give it to myself every <laughs> once in a while. <laughs>
5: we're right. You're wrong.
2: But you're, you're a little there with the bread, but it's more <laughs> brown. With, with
3: I mentioned a bread that has a sweet component. You mentioned a bread that has a sweet component, but we're way off from each other.
2: I'm smart, yes. you're dumb. I'm big, you're little. I'm right, you're wrong. And there's nothing you can do about it. Twenty two eighty-three, it's burning perfect, very aged. This is all Corojo, five countries that um, Jesus Fuego and his family, they grow this tobacco. They're the original people from El Corojo, Cuba, along with the Aroa family living across the street mm-hmm. from them. And these guys took the seeds and did this. In this case, it's not just Honduran corojo this is corojo from brazil and different places that they they planted it and uh i think it's great
3: someday on clubhouse i'll uh tell the story that i heard from both manufacturers about five years apart about how they got the seeds out it's graphic really it's graphic they both told me the same story jesus told me right after the interview that we lost it was what, after the show, and I said, "You know, t- how'd you get the seeds out? Was
2: it the same way that the people were selling cigars on the trade show floor that shouldn't be?" Nope. No. Is it, is it the
5: way they move drugs from country to country?
2: That was sort of. of yeah. <laughs> well, that was the that was when people were soup casing at the trade show.
4: <laughs>
2: Soupcasing. Yeah, but they
4: weren't pulling the cigars out of their butt.
7: There's
6: no, no, was there enough. was no
2: butt stuff happening.
6: Oh, all right. It was not there,
2: butt that's what stuff. I thought for sure. There butt were stuff.
4: cavities involved. There were cavities involved.
2: Really? Okay. There's only two, right? Well, I guess there's multiple, but all right. <laughs>
6: <laughs>
2: all right, let's go to break, Ed Sullivan, because I got to get a lot, a, lot to, a lot to it. Uh, when us. we come back, I'm, I'm coming full steam ahead with all our predictions, and uh, then we'll uh, see what uh, everybody has to say about this. We are live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
1: To some, tradition is a
0: catchphrase.
6: Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua. The Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale.
4: Crown. he's got a precision burn tom mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver bill yes like all cigars in jc newman's premium diamond crown line that'd be the highly rated maximus and the julius caesar ah now jensen's settling in rolling the rich smoke through his nose look at the satisfaction on his face bill oh a thing of beauty tom experience the premium diamond crown brand by jc newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you find us on facebook at jc newman cigar co
8: Personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padrón Cigars. They give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padrón Cigars. Handcrafted since 1964. This is Nelson LaFronso from Selected Tobacco, the company who made and manufactured Atabay, Byron, and whatever. You are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
2: We are back, and we're smoking 22 degrees north, 83 degrees west, the Bellicoso, and I would say this is an underappreciated cigar. Not talked about enough. It's a great cigar. Uh, But we are uh, talking about predictions today, and I'm going to get right to it because I got a lot of predictions to get to. Um, All right, so conspiracy theories, prediction, educated guesses, hypothesis into the future of the cigar industry for 2022. It's time to regroup. Some will not make it through. We will see some tobacco growers not getting into the production of cigars uh, and into the distribution. Fully... Fully vertically integrated is the direction of the cigar industry. Just a few years ago, we saw the introduction of Placentia with success getting into manufacturing and distributing their own cigars, which they didn't before. They made cigars Mm -hmm. for other people. We will see more from planting seeds to distribution. Good news for retailers, no direct-to-consumer sales yet when it comes to Plasencia, but we have to worry about that. Some who have tried and had little success in retail, uh, I know why. I'm just not telling why some of them uh, tried and failed. Uh Mirafell, who was a tobacco grower and the father of Cameroon Tobacco, is stepping in and doing the same, from seed to distribution. They are just starting to build a team now and have a long road ahead. Uh, are they hungry enough to work hard at it? We'll see. This is the problem that comes in with some highly successful companies. And now, let me get into this aspect of it. Well, it takes a lot of hard work, and you're already rich and famous. Are you going to do the hard work for it? We'll soon see.
5: I feel like they already have a strike against them because they're known for their Cameroon wrapper, and the first cigar they're coming out with is not not Cameroon. Yeah. It it makes no sense.
3: Yeah. Go with what you're known for.
2: Well... Unless not. they
3: don't have any because they sell it all off.
2: <laughs> Others who do it all vertically integrated, grow tobacco, and sell their own cigars include General Cigar. We'll call that crop-to-shop-to-consumer as they have retail stores and online at the same time, as does Altadis, shop-to-crop-to-consumer, retail-and-online. Fuente also has the shop to consumer, uh, but the Cameroon tobacco they have is controlled uh, by now a competitor, right? We will see what ends up going uh, through there. But they go to consumers through Ashton, the retail and online um, of Ashton distributors. Uh, Mirafel launches their own brand, and it will be distributed crop to shop, uh, not to consumers that we know of. Aganosa leaf is crop to shop. They're handling the, the seed all the way through to making of the cigar, all the way getting it to shop, as does Perdomo, La Flor Dominicana, Hochi Blanco with La Galera and his brands, A.J. Fernandez, and My Father Cigars. And now we have a new crop to shop, uh, also to consumer, which is La Aurora. Leona Menez, now um, direct-to-consumer also, right? Mm-hmm. La Aurora, Leona Menez, uh, who was distributed by Miami Cigar, moved the distribution to themselves and now a direct-to-consumer brand. This could possibly be the end terribly for La Aurora and Leona Menez. They have the money to do it, but will they will need to acquire a brand with a U.S. sales team in place or it will take a long time. I believe they must have something in the works for them to acquire somebody, but who? We see Southern Draw looking for investors, with a press release saying so. They could get lucky and find their right partner, or this would possibly be trouble for them and end up uh, uh, not good for them, time will tell. They also use brokers, and I do not see them as a possibility of an acquisition for La Aurora or anyone right now. Foundation could become an investor and a partner and team up with them. So, Nick Mulillo mm. mm. Foundation teams up with Southern Draw, and now we have a possibility there.
3: Or, if just speaking about Southern Draw, someone like McAuliffe could go in and maybe they're interested in some of those blends, shapes, front marks.
2: Could be. Miami Cigar, long term distributor for them, gave up their sales and now. Uh, is not an option for them. Toscano, who uh, is starting their own distribution after Miami uh, let their team go, is not for sale. But looking for to acquire a premium cigar brand and a sales team in place, uh, because they have no team really for themselves, is that a possibility for them? I think something vertically integrated at that point is who Toscano would be looking at, somebody who was manufacturing the cigars along with the distribution team of it. Alec Bradley, strictly speculation here across the board, Uh, they uh, possibly could have um, the next generation in place with Alec and Bradley, but maybe not. If not, a sales team is in place, but they have no manufacturing. So they could make the cigars and pay for an acquisition. So they could actually buy a manufacturer who makes cigars like a McAuliffe who makes cigars and handle that, um, or um, a foundation, or a Southern Draw. Buyers could get a team in place, long-time accounts, and a good reputation, uh, and now the manufacturing rights. So vertically, grower to manufacturer, buys Alec Bradley, and that will be Laura Aurora that buys Alec Bradley. Interesting. And now has addition.
3: That, that's
5: very interesting, very possible, I think, in my mind. Because there's been rumors for how many years that the legacy brands of Alec Bradley, they were looking to move it. And they were going to focus just on the new brands of the kids. Yeah. So in two, three years, they've made it to our list as a possible somebody buying them or them selling mixture. La Aurora and Alec Bradley make sense.
2: Makes sense. It, w- it would be good for both of them if they did And that's what you look yeah. for for an acquisition mm-hmm. that is a win-win on both sides.
5: All the private labels they broker for the current factory they use. They, now La Aurora has all the private, la- private labels. That would be huge for both companies.
2: Yep, that's the that's the win over there. Uh, and actually, that is as I went through it is like the key one here of all that I said. Here's the one that actually works for it. Now, is 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 that in the, in discussion? I don't know about mm. that. Um, or do both of them hear this right now? And then it a creates discussion. a
5: conversation. Who
2: knows? Who knows? Mm-hmm. 5%? I'd be thrilled. <laughs> I,
5: I, I don't know what the future lottery is because it feels like Guillermo León has lost an interest. You know, when, when it was the family thing and the family wanted to get rid of the factory, uh, Guillermo was like, no, it's been in our family for so many years. I'll buy it outright from his brothers. Yep. And then he hit the road. He traveled. He was all over the U.S., I don't think he's left the Dominican Republic other than a trade show, and it hasn't been every trade show yeah. in the last five or six years. Well,
2: he's got lots of businesses. He's very, very wealthy. Mm. Hunger is part of the thing. When you lose your hunger, you lose your drive mm. to end up doing it. Um, Maybe he, you know, you know him better than I do. Does he love the manufacturing side of, of it and wants to keep that going? I think. The oldest well, so, cigar factory in the Dominican.
5: So when I knew him, he loved the people interaction. He loved being in the States and interacting with consumers, becoming somewhat of a cigar celebrity. And then he had a, a child and he disappeared out of the U.S., at least. Yeah. So I don't know if he still has that hunger and the passion that he had when I first met him.
2: Well, I think Alec and Bradley at Alec Bradley want to end up doing this into the U.S. and having somebody, if La ends up buying them or the other way around, some mutual um, collaboration ends up happening saying, okay, you make the cigars, immediate massive amounts of manufacturing that has to be done, and we'll distribute our cigars and your cigars, immediate sales team and ready to go. On Plug and floor. play.
5: Knowing Guillermo as well as I do, I don't see him selling. It would have to be him buying, because the whole selling conversation that came up, he refused to give up his family's legacy with tobacco. So I don't see him selling.
2: Well, you have. Then you have you have Alec Bradley as the exclusive distributor, mm. as Miami Cigar was. Mm. And you hand it over that way, and then they take exclusive manufacturing to them and say, okay, you'll be our manufacturer, we'll be a, your distributor, and there's the marriage, right? Yeah, and better control, I Fuente think. Fuente and, Fuente and, Fuente and, and Jason, Jason yes. Newman.
3: That's that, port, that
2: platform. And it's worked for them, certainly. Forever. So... There's, there's one big one there as, as I went through that whole thing of how, how that wraps mm. up, so you can see where I'm going. Let's take General Cigar now. A subsidiary of Scandinavian Tobacco Group, STG, publicly held multi-billion dollar company with over 200 brands in 143 countries. They bought Agio for $210 million, and they consider themselves the artists of acquisitions. 2022 will be no different. They are in acquisition mode. They continue to do it. They want to be, they want to control the entire cigar industry. Gurkha to be sold to General Cigar. Scandinavian <laughs> Tobacco uh, planned on this. Uh, COVID comes in and some PR problems. Slowed it down, but it's going to happen. Also, A.J. Fernandez goes to General Cigar. Scandinavian Tobacco, uh uh, has lots of cigars produced by them. Um, Scandinavian produces leaf operations. Um, needs their leaf operations. Needs a lot of the things they do. As did in the past. I predicted Altatus could be one mm-hmm. also, but I think that's off the board right now. Uh, I think it will be general, uh, and it should happen uh, again. The slowdown because of COVID and all that yeah. stuff that happens. But
3: what about Rocky in that whole thing? Because he's now moving to his own facility and slowly pulling his stuff out of general, they're going to be missing an awful lot of cigars that they're making. That would kind of make him ripe for the picking as far as now they can
2: make everything. They can buy Rocky Patel. Sure. Scandinavian. I don't see him going anywhere. Yeah.
3: I don't see him going anywhere either, but there's a lot of
5: repercussions. If general or Altatis was to buy AJ Fernandez, because it would have an effect on all these other brands. Of the competition oh, wow. would they still let aj make those yeah. now that they own that factory would they still make them for other companies
2: much like barry was saying that i don't see uh uh Did selling they're the acquire they're a the person mm-hmm. acquiring i would put rocky patel in there rocky patel is acquiring he is not selling i don't believe no, he's, right. he's hey, you hey. know
5: he's opening up more retail shops throughout the country. Did his
2: own factory? How many times, water
5: factory. Yep. How many
3: times has a company of large size panicked when one of their people they're making cigars for starts shopping? They panic and they buy them because you 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 have you count on that amount Absolutely. of tonnage. We're not talking pounds. No, right. we're talking tonnage of tobacco. That you just is sitting there rotting if you're not making cigars with it.
2: I know somebody that played it like a fiddle, Uh, right? We're thinking the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Well, also, I think General Cigar buys Villager.
5: That's a brand that has been treading water
2: for premium cigars. Yeah, and right. they got a big... They don't care about they got the a, premium cigars. They're going to buy them and get rid of the premium cigars like they have other co- companies, mm. too.
5: But they they do better, I think, in Europe than they do here. Of course. They yeah. do. Well, but are talking about a make,
2: global company. They make mm. billions of cigars, Villager. Yeah. You look at their, their poor run in the United States as, as premium cigars, I would say... Um, they buy them for the other end, and maybe they could bring their premium cigars to the next level with, dist- with serious distribution. Their own d- two sales teams. See, I always thought La
5: Aurora and Villager were a better match, especially when Rene Castaneda left La Aurora and eventually wound yeah. up at Villager. Yeah. At- when that happened, I thought there was going to be some form of merger or acquisition between those two companies just because of the commonality of Rene.
2: Mr. Villager's gotta be in his nineties. Yep. Easy, right? Way up there. Yep. That doesn't make sense. Somebody goes and gets a job at
3: another company and automatically that company has to acquire the company. No, there buy. was
5: a lot of there was there was a lot of back stuff that I am not at liberty to speak, but it made sense that Renee would have brought the, the two together somehow and it would have been his ha
2: ha moment. Yeah. Yeah. And and maybe some little brands. Like a Caldwell going to General, where it's looking for some faces and some some guys to go beat beat the path. And you know show that, up at events they, they and did
5: that they- with Sean Williams. Yeah, you know they. You did know they he take- says he didn't get rid of his brands, but I haven't seen his brands anywhere.
2: So they didn't take his brands, though. He, he
5: said no when it happened because originally we had said it, and he reached out to me. That's not true, but I couldn't even tell you the name of Sean Williams' brand anymore. Um, and he's become the face of Cohiba. Right. So it would make sense that they would take a guy like Caldwell and make him the face of another brand. But he's, you know, I don't think he's polished enough well, where Sean Williams was.
2: We still see Aging Room out there with uh, Rafael Nadell yeah. that that was part of. They, they're going to distribute Aging Room. It still belongs to Rafael mm-hmm. Nadell if if that's...
5: Right, and that still stayed well, and the, yeah. the maestro was done well. Yeah. But I couldn't tell you not to be the dead horse, but I couldn't tell you the name
2: of Sean Williams burned. Yeah. I don't remember what it is either, but I'm getting older. You're not it's just me. <laughs> uh, in 2020, we saw the sale of Altatus from Imperial tobacco to the undisclosed China corporation, splitting it into two. I see 2022 Altatus growing as a distribution company, not production. Unless AJ acquires them, uh, which, which I don't see popular unless they acquire AJ, which I don't think is pop uh, possible either. Uh, I think that goes to general. So um, I'm looking now at, you know, you're not seeing uh, Altadis making all that many cigars. They're having cigars made for them. They are becoming a distribution company.
3: So in that same vein, would somebody that has some pockets to them be looking at that side of Altadas to have those Absolutely. legacy brands in it's, the United States.
2: It's for sale. And who who is big enough? Is, is Davidoff interested in that? Altadas sells its U.S. entity to General Cigar, Scandinavian Tobacco, if the government allows a purchase like that. Yeah,
3: because that would create a
2: monopoly. Possibly. How is it a monopoly? There's 300 other companies in the United States. They don't add up between those two. They <laughs> were at the, They were number one and two. When one and two merge, or one, number one buys number two, you got an issue, possibly.
5: Yeah, we saw this with the uh, with the bells, you know, mom and Pa bell, the phone yeah, companies.
2: Yeah, yeah. You, you know, can you imagine if Amazon <clears throat> bought Walmart? Pretty tough. It'd be it'd be a monopoly. Um, so i i I see, I see the issue of somebody bringing it up and saying it. Your argument could be there's 200 other companies and they amount to more than 50%. Maybe. I don't think Mm. they would. But, um, you know, you've got um, Swisher, for instance, gigantic. Um, So why would that not be said? Then again, Altatus, without its machine-made products, without its domestic cigars, which they don't have anymore, is a much, much smaller company than some would believe.
3: So then you could go down a tier, and somebody like uh, Perdomo's level, Padron's level, Rocky Patel's level, any of those guys, they could play in that space. They could
2: possibly buy it, too. I think it's going to be sold. Um, If not, somebody in the U.S. side is going to buy it because China doesn't want it, in my opinion. And who is the person to buy it? After thinking about all these people, the answer is Jay Cortez, which is Oliva. They got money. They're a player. They're they're much smaller player. With We're a still whole talking bunch about
3: Altadis because you Correct. had General buying them. Correct. Now you have Jay now Cortez I have buying them.
2: Yep. So You're hedging it. your bets. <laughs> well, no, I'm getting down to the final answer each time.
3: Well, <laughs> we know Jay Cortez
5: wants to have an online entity as well.
2: Um, they do, but now they would get Jr. Also.
5: Right, right, which when, would and give, they, give them what they really want.
2: Right. The the problem is I don't know if they want the stores all the Casa Monte Cristos mm. that go along with it, and they have their own sales team already. They'd end up with two sales teams and have to break it down, but um, somebody like that, they would get rid of a whole bunch of people, and it would cost them a lot less because they would be operating on, on their own regular costs. Um, so let's look at Jay Cortez. In nineteen in 2016, Jay Cortez, a European giant, bought Oliva cigars, Oliva and Nub. In 2021, Oliva buys the online site, and uh, they're not done. They own one direct-to-consumer, and they buy another one. They also bought Puros Indios and Cuba Aliados. We haven't seen that yet, but they bought the company, and we're going to probably see it at the trade show this year, uh, coming in July. They have a full sales team, and they are ready uh, to be up there with the Big Four. They make a move like that, automatically they're, they're in there in the big as the Big Four. General, Altadas, Swisher, and Davidoff are the Big Four. They buy Altadas, and they're already Oliva. Now they're there's number two, but they're very close to number one at that point. And everybody wants to be number one. Uh, they, too, may be in the running for brands like Gurkha, Leona Menez, and La Polina. Interesting. Um, they're going to make a big move. Watch them. Watch Jay Cortez, uh, which at that point will be known as Jay Cortez, not Oliva. We look at him as Oliva. And they end up buying uh Altatus. They're Jay Cortez at that point. Uh, and everybody will know it. Uh, Moving on, we have Swisher International. They are the owners of Drew Estate. Swisher is the largest cigar manufacturer. They bought Drew Estate in 2014. Uh, Miami Cigar goes to Swisher and Drew Estate for Tatiana. That's what they want. That that all depends on the flavored bands. Yeah,
5: five years ago, that would have made a lot of sense. But with the flavor bands happening left and right and picking up steam, I hate to say it, you know, uh, I'm tight with Miami. I think their days are numbered.
2: Yeah. Well, Swisher knows more about what's going on politically than Mm. the trade show organizations, Mm. to be honest with you. I remember walking the halls of Congress, spending three days in there and walking down the hall, and there was where the guys from Swisher with their briefcases going up the stairs, and I go, oh, shit. It all
3: breaks down to, I think, the predicate dates. If you had a cigar, out Four O Seven, flavored, was flavored or not, yeah, there has—I believe there's going to be an umbrella for those products. Otherwise, why be interested?
5: No, I don't think there's an umbrella because there are there are states and cities that have banned the sales, or states that are looking to ban the sales of all flavored tobacco. And
3: in most, of of the them, doesn't matter on that. In most of them, if you look at the list of cigars that are okay, acid is on it. Because tech, acid's using the argument that it's not flavored. It's Whatever infused. the argument is, Swisher owns them, and that's the, that's the direction they're Look, going. Ta-
5: Tatiana's been around since 1989, 1990. How long has acid been around? 20 years. Probably right around the same, 1990. Why is Tatiana no, illegal? I
2: mean, Maybe 97 or something. All
5: right, actually. why is Tatiana illegal in
3: Massachusetts, but acid isn't? Yeah. And that Asset's owned by Swisher, and Tatiana isn't. Right, and has all now. the
2: political backing, and has all the uh, um, lawyers and everything on their side. And Nesta, Nesta isn't a fighter when it comes to that stuff, right? He wasn't a big political guy. correct? Yeah, that's the difference. So he could have certainly rode their, their coattails and said, okay, I'm good mm-hmm. too. Um, but he didn't. So uh, listen, Swisher... If, if they know something we don't know, which I'm sure they do, mm-hmm. they end up buying Tatiana. <clears throat> if they do that, the flavored band is all set. We don't have to worry. If you see that move, end up happening. Uh, let's move on to LFD. La Flor Dominicana. has had manufacturing problems, not just this year. They've mm-hmm. been a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, during COVID, it even got worse. Uh, they let their sales team go. Uh, they grow tobacco, they manufacture cigars, have a little sales team in cigars, and actually less cigars. Um, and they may argue that they have more cigars than they ever did because they certainly grew and grew at the same time. But retailers are complaining, uh, have been complaining, um, of lack of product. Uh, so um, they're not being able to grow that brand within their stores. And lacking of sales teams take La Aurora out of the mix because La Aurora needs the sales team. But somebody they work with for a long time, uh, Hochi Blanco, Indian Head Cigar Sales, um, buys La Flor Dominicana. You have it on your list? I have it on my list. All right. So they buy La Flor Dominicana. Uh and friendly but for with them each other. but for
3: them too, because Indian Head has suffered some shortages as well, I think by combining their rollers into one larger group, they'll have a bigger pool and they'll be able to pump out more cigars. Ho Chi
2: can make as many cigars as he wants. He owns the trade the free trade zone and all the factories within it. Um he could make any factory make the cigars. Just like right now, oh, <laughs> hey, you guys stop making those. Make these, is it tobacco? And go. Um, he could do it. Uh, the question is, does he want to do it? Um, he's younger than I am, I believe. Uh, his son just got involved in it. And if his son's into it, um, they, well, and they he make certainly the has. The, he certainly has the money. Yeah. Uh, crown heads. Crown heads. Um, is now the distributor of Ace Prime, but Ace Prime buys Crownheads, makes swallows sense. it up, yep. takes it make, them in with it, but buys them.
5: Makes sense. They have deeper pockets, I believe. Yep.
2: Yep. And then that, then it's totally vertically integrated at that point. Uh, as we see, if you know, Crownheads does business with other manufacturers, much like you were saying that they see. Oh, I'm doing some cigars with this guy. Some, I want it all. So yeah. just let's take the whole thing, and automatically comes the manufacturing of of that, um, and he, that moves um, East Prime up a notch. Uh, here's a weird one: Cigar Aficionado to be sold to unknown sources, and later it to be found out that the media company is sold to Davidoff. Davidoff buys Cigar Aficionado.
5: <laughs> I would think GQ would just buy them. It's the same freaking magazine.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Does Davidoff control wanna, the
3: media, man? Do they want to control the media? Yes.
2: <laughs> yes, they do. I promise you they do. There's things we can't say. There's things that you know, there's things in the contract where we're not allowed to say certain things on this show. There's certain things I'm not allowed to say as United Cigar about the product. They want <laughs> to control the media. Absolutely. And the one way to control the media for sure is buy them
3: big hopefully you haven't given him the idea right now (laughs) would it be bad for for a manufacturer to own the media yeah yeah especially a manufacturer that typically doesn't get ratings
7: Mm. and if they
3: do they get shit ratings
2: are they media if they're giving ratings
3: don't get don't
2: don't don't start with that that shit all right (laughs) uh after 30 years, Perdomo launches a cigar accessory company. Lighters, cutters, humidors, cases, everything. They have the sales team that's there. Why not they're just buy anyway? Lotus? Be- because it's Nick Perdomo. Why would he buy somebody when he can create a better <laughs> I'm version of himself? I'm just saying. That's what's going on in his mind, right? He's. I don't think you can reinvent that wheel.
3: They're They're pretty. So- $29.99 and it has a cutter built in.
5: I mean, you know him better than anybody in the industry, but why would he want to do that?
3: <laughs> the next step he's, he's That's, got, his, that's he, how he works. He's got the sure. guys
2: going in the store anyway. I think they He sold them all the cigars. They're there anyway. What does it take to say, need any humidors, lighters, cutters, ash Now, rays?
3: This one was interesting and you brought up Perdomo, so that opens the door for me here. What if Perdomo buys Agonorsa just? to get to the fields and have another facility and sells off all the front marks because they've got some (laughs) predicated stuff. Buys them, takes
2: the tobacco because there's going to be a tobacco shortage. I think he needs new front marks too that doesn't say Perdomo on it. That would be big if he ended up having a brand. But I don't see him buying anybody's already existing problems or mistakes or things he doesn't like about it. He'll start it from scratch himself. And there he goes.
3: He is that
5: kind of slow player. He prides himself, too, on what he built. Correct. Does he want to take somebody what somebody else built and put his own spin on it? No.
3: No. no. Well, he didn't start a car company. He went to the store and he bought a car. He didn't start a suit company. He flies the guy in from Italy to make the suit. Right. But he so, didn't
4: become a car dealership mm-hmm. or a clothing store. Right. I, I don't think
3: he's the guy to
4: start from. Su- Where,
3: where's he going to have a made? The U.S., now we're going to have $500 lighters again? I don't know. I don't know. I see it. I see that. I get what, what yeah. you're saying because the, there, there is something to wearing a Perdomo hat. It, it's it, This is one of my prized possessions because people comment about the hat. It's a good hat. He has high-quality stuff. His lighters are great. His cutters are great. It only makes sense that he
2: expands his portfolio. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Christoph buys a small Nicaraguan brand. And their Nicaraguan production factory. Hmm. Next step for Christoph. They've been quiet. They've been quiet for a few years, more than a few years.
3: Just kind of plugging uh, along.
2: I think it's it's time to make a move, and I think they're going to do it. McAuliffe buys a small brand and distribution company, something like Christoph. But not (sighs) Christoph, because Christoph's going to buy somebody else. But McAuliffe need something. They got the money. He's got like fuck you,
3: fuck you money. Yeah. He could buy he could buy Agonorsa if he wanted
4: it. I nah, mean like but that's
5: you know what they, they, if if they bought Christoph, even though you said Christoph's gonna buy somebody else, mm. but if they bought Christoph you get the Charles Fairmont factory. Even though I don't think Glenn Case owns that he factory, does. it's known for Christoph. Yeah. So now you have uh, another place to make cigars. and
3: He's got his own factory. I'm going
5: to get in trouble if I continue yeah. further about their, their current cigars, but I think a, an extension of where they're made would help
2: McAuliffe. Yep. I, I think they do it. I, I think they're far from going to sit tight. It's not Al McAuliffe's style. Sit tight and say, okay, and a big move is going to happen. Get ready.
3: Uh, I I need to go backwards because you said Davidoff. I wrote this down and then I got sidetracked. Uh, I think the obvious play that everybody's thinking is Herklotz moves his production to Davidoff between their Dominican facility and their Honduran facility. And that because they're already doing distribution. And now they have a very well spoken, polished. Mm -hmm. Face he has he, to help move their product and
2: also they acquire his own. He own. I can't imagine them sitting there while other Dominican companies are making cigars and them distrib- distributing, actually helping out another cigar factory.
3: We talked about, uh, well, when we do the draft, we did a play thing and yeah. said, okay, here's your salary cap. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they have a budget to work with every year. Yes. So they made this move to do the distribution because it didn't cost anything. Now they have money freed up this year, and they could make that move happen.
5: Herrklott has to move where his cigars are made if he wants to stay long term. I admire his loyalty to the factory that's yeah. currently making them, but this—unless this,
3: he buys—there's
5: some issues there, in my my opinion.
3: Unless Herklotz buys the
2: factory, yeah, really,
5: that would be that would be an interesting move. Yeah, I mean, he's down there often enough that he knows the workings and.
2: And and he knows them well enough that maybe and we're talking one about of them sad, on. Like
3: yeah. Self-financed.
2: Yeah. They finance it for him. Yeah.
3: He pays a couple of points. Yeah. Um,
2: Rocky Patel to acquire a big brand? Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. You think
3: Rocky Patel is in acquisition mode?
2: Yeah.
5: Does, Does it have to be a big brand? Does Rocky acquire somebody like La Polina? No. Because here's a
2: brand I, that are predicated. I think, it, I think he would have took Puros Indios if, if he acted mm. fast enough. That, that would have been a perfect one for him. Uh, but it didn't happen. But um, as the, everybody's doing their taxes right now and paying big tax money, they could have gave that money to the government, which they mm. just did, or they could have bought another cigar company with it. And everybody's going through those thoughts right now. They had a big profitable year. They gave the money to the government and they could have bought a, a cigar company with it. And, they, and, they, and they're having those thoughts right now.
3: Why would Rocky go out of his way to have other people face his company with his cousin and his brother if he wasn't trying to sell it?
2: Rocky's trying to sell?
3: Why? How could he not be trying to sell? He's not staying the face of his own company. He's putting
2: other people in place. To be the faces. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's opening more burns. He just opened his own factory. He's rocking a new war- Built game. a new
3: warehouse. Giant warehouse. Pushing units to be acquired. No way. Yeah.
2: No, he ain't going nowhere, and Perdomo ain't going anywhere. Those are two two guys that are at, <coughs> not at the very top, but fighting at the top. And you're going to see ten years from now. Oh, going to be will be the, they'll be the ne- next two big ones for sure. Casada uh, to sell to Michael Herklotz um, and, uh, and or Team Davidoff that they, they say, okay, let's just buy you out and take the distribution, but give them walking put, away money. Put their,
5: put their own people in there, create their own
2: boutique factory. Mm. That could happen. Yeah. Have a, a, their boutique side of the company. Uh, this one's going to get me in trouble. Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust to sell to Oliva or Swisher. Oliva being uh, Jay Cortez. He's just Swisher.
3: starting to get paid.
2: Yeah, yeah, but he's taken the
5: payday once before. Why not take it again?
2: He, he go- didn't
5: take that payday. He sold his shares before that happened. I'm sure he got more he got than enough to open a yeah.
2: cigar business. to it, and now he, he's a gambler, man. You you get you you put in. Uh, hundred thousand dollars. You get a million out of it. Now you put the million dollars into it, and you get five million out of it, or whatever number it's going to end up being.
3: It's his own little Ponzi game. Yeah, that's like saying you're for sale. You ain't for sale.
2: I'm very different, different person. I'm. More, Are you? Yeah, I'm more in the Rocky Patel Nick Perdomo oh. thing. I built it. I love it. I'm staying. He is selling. There to is a Leo no. A Swisher.
3: There is no way on planet Earth Steve Saka is for sale like that.
2: Oh, you're wrong.
3: No friggin' all right. Way. You heard
2: it here. Everybody's mocking the stuff down, right? Hey, maybe Skip will buy Steve.
9: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'll leave that alone. Uh, de Nicaragua to sell to Drew Estate.
3: That's been on the prediction. Well, list they're selling the Swisher, really.
2: Yep, sell to Swisher. Uh, E.P. Carrillo to sell to General Cigar again. Mm. Again. That would be, I would smile. <laughs> you got it out of him twice. Yeah. It'd be like Christian Aroa sold to Davidoff mm. again. I, I'd smile as he freaking did it twice. Unbelievable. Yeah, and that
5: makes sense because, you know, while well, his daughter's involved, his son's in and he's so, out, in he's and he's in, out, he's, in he's again, it again. Right? Yeah. You know, maybe, he. hey, come on in. We're going to get a payday out of this.
2: Yeah. Yep. A Toro Fuente, uh, Nicaraguan presence begins, and they make a stab at buying Padron. Toro Fuente buys Padron.
5: <laughs> they couldn't even come out with the with e- uh, the cigar with each other's tobacco yet. <laughs> <laughs> they, they couldn't they couldn't do that. How are they going to sit down to come to an now, agreement? No,
3: I think uh, you said Padron, so that opens up the door for me based mm-hmm. on your rules. Yeah. Padron needs their presence back in Honduras, and I think that they... Scoop up Aladino, and now they have Padron factories in both, and they end up acquiring a sales team. I know they haven't had one yet, but imagine Padron with a push.
2: Oh, my how God. much bigger they would be! Oh my God! Do
3: the two brothers and more facilities two and to access two, to another ingredient?
5: Two to two brothers have enough knowledge to continue Julio's legacy. He's not getting younger. So do they take the cash out, and do they sell?
2: And there's only a handful of people that have the money to buy that, and Fuentes is one of them. Unless you you take the big four out, now who do you end up having? Um, And they're buddies. They're buddies, and they can get all the money for it right now. Uh, They're going to Nicaragua anyway. Um, Just walk in. Walk in, hmm. and uh, I'd say they'll up the production, but Fuentes, always hard to get still. Right. So they're, they're uh, much of the same, right? Um, Elysion, to go to Arganosa Leaf. I see him. It looks like they're turning into a distribution company.
5: Yeah. It looks like he's trying to acquire brands to at least distribute. Yeah. He doesn't have a factory to really acquire somebody, but does he acquire a small boutique factory and take full control? No way. I don't know if he has the means to do that.
2: I don't even think he has the want to do it. I think... Um, there has to be some want if he's grabbing brands to distribute. Well, he's building his company up now mm. for acquisition. Now there's a value to it that the numbers are coming in.
3: So then Agonosa has a storefront
2: and... They don't want the storefront. They'll just close that. But now they end up bringing it to Miami, and one of their brands becomes illusion along with the distribution of all the other people, and Argonosa Leaf goes to the next level overnight just by acquiring them, which would be peanuts for them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, again, with Jonathan saying we don't want to lose them to they end up going to Correct. another manufacturer. Correct. We don't want to lose them. So if, you, if there's the possibility to lose them, you might as well acquire them, right? Yeah. Because that would really hurt their company.
4: Dave Bruckblades wants to know if you're smoking a blunt instead of a cigar yeah. today. Well, you watch
2: what happens Yeah, <laughs> what ends up happening. J.C. Newman continues its Nicaraguan presidents by buying Roma Craft. You're on, a you car. are out of your there is mind. A, there is yes, weird, he is smoking weed. That's a weird Can't confirm. but That's a lot of watches and trucks.
4: <laughs> yeah,
2: And... Roma Craft sells every single cigar they make. They only make X amount. They don't want to make more. They don't want to get bigger. Mm. J.C. Newman wants to get bigger. They end up giving them the right amount of money. Mm. They take the manufacturing into their own facility, and boom. They got a geeky brand, uh, and they're on the road. It's a win-win.
3: It would be an absolutely fantastic move, but I don't think until now, because I know they're both Bobby and uh, Eric are listening, uh, probably live, uh, <laughs> and they're saying, who's this Roma craft guy? <laughs> Go check them solid, out. It's a, it's a solid play for a couple of reasons. You get, the, they're they're sort of the older person's demographic on a lot of their portfolio. And this exposes them to the younger smoker and the geeky smoker. It really is a it, it, it's a good one.
2: We went real long here. I got a few more to get through. Uh, I'm gonna we're gonna go. We're gonna go late on this segment. But what am I gonna do? General Cigar opens more stores and trying to take over the entire cigar industry all the way through. That's what I'm seeing. What's happened mm-hmm. with General Cigar? So keep that in mind. Big ring gauges slow down.
5: Thankfully, care package people will be happy.
2: And the Churchill gains momentum again. Becoming number three size behind the Toro and the Robusto. It's all over for big ring gauge cigars. And
5: Lanceros make a comeback Never. because we keep bashing them.
2: No, nope, that doesn't <laughs> happen. But also, Figurados make a comeback in 2022. We're smoking a Torpedo right now. It is a Figurado. Anything in a shape is a Figurado. Mm. Watch for the comeback of Figurados and Churchills and watch for the demise of big ring gauge cigars. We have a shortage of filler tobacco. There'll be less being made, and there'll be less attention put on them, less advertising, promotion, everything. Watch what I say. The PCA has a great show coming up in 2022, way better than they anticipated. Um, And due to the economy, the economic cigar, $7 and under, we're smoking the 2283 right now, $7 and under, will be huge, gaining massive uh, growth. On this segment, not the high-end cigar, it's all about the $7 cigar right now. High-end cigars will suffer uh, coming in the immediate future. Which
5: is weird, because a lot of the newer stuff that's coming out is at a higher price point so
4: far. Yes. not it's not turning.
2: But they haven't heard this show yet, (laughs) and now, from this moment Mm. on... $7
4: 7 to $8. Dollars.
2: They start saying, let me, let me make some of these uh, lower price value cigars because the economy, the first thing they give up um, is luxury items. Cigars is a luxury item, and uh, that is that. Okay, we got so much to get Really to.
5: quick, strength. One to ten.
2: Uh, Three? It, it is a six. See, a little I more than me. I say four. Uh, a little less than medium,
5: four to five. Yep, and four to five is what one on our uh, YouTube poll. Sixty-five mm-hmm. percent. Uh,
2: so you're all wrong. It's three. <laughs> oh my God, three. All right. When we come back, what happens sometimes to a cigar brand after somebody buys them? We're going to look up a cigar from two thousand, light up a cigar from two thousand nine that was gifted to us and see how it performs and wonder what happened. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, my friend, the time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month, and we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just $29.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take this Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level, sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime for just $5 more to get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different.
3: Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on the thecigarauthority.com and sign up now.
8: That's the Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Name Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging room Cuatro Nicaragua today. Certain
6: General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes.
7: Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino.
0: This is Terrence Riley from Aganor Salif and you are listening to The Cigar Authority on the
4: United Podcast Network.
2: We are back and we're talking about acquisitions in the future, but now let's talk about acquisitions in the past. Welcome back to The Cigar Authority, everybody. Looking forward to this cigar. Mm -hmm. Didn't even pay for it. Didn't even buy it. It's pretty good. What do do we have here?
5: Yeah, it's a full-body treat from the Tarano family that was originally introduced in 2006. It's no longer owned by Tarano and it's not available. Hmm. The company said out of Honduras comes one of Tarano's fullest bodies, fullest-flavored premiums. Enter Virtuoso, a complex joyride for your taste buds that leave you satisfied, fat, and happy. will a little cheeseburger. Outside, you will find a luscious... Luscious, ultra-smooth Nicaraguan wrapper, the color of lightly creamed coffee. Inside lies a robust aged blend of long-leaf tobaccos from Honduras, Nicaragua, and Panama. Just a side note, tobacco from Panama is rarely used in premiums, mainly due to the fact that it takes an extremely skilled blender to utilize the leaf's unique characteristics. The Taranya family is known for its creative blending practices and took pride in using uncommon and unexplored varieties of tobaccos to create innovative taste. That's Virtuoso, a unique, innovative cigar of the highest caliber. It says that it has notes of wood, espresso like richness that creeps in from time to time, all while leading up to a robust, spicy finale. Complex, slow burning, and utterly satisfying. And at 52, I still can't read off of a piece of paper.
4: Jonathan, don't smoke that. It'll make you fat.
2: Yes. So this is 14 to 16 years Mm. old, depending, because this brand only existed for two years. So it's either 14, 15, or 16 years Mm. old. How did we get this, Mr. Jonathan?
3: Uh, A gentleman by the name of Chris Leland sent him to us uh, along with an email. Uh, Good day, gentlemen. I just finished going back and listening to the June thirteenth, 2020 show about aging cigars. I've always enjoyed buying a box and getting some shelf time on it. I do, however, have a box in my collection that you made me question my aging beliefs. I have a box of Tarano Virtuoso Encores from 2008, there's your answer, that are still sealed in cello. I'm starting to question for the first time, thanks to you, that I may have aged them past their peak. So, uh, we'll be
2: the judge of that, right?
3: I said, short of me smoking, one, uh, there's no way of being able to tell, but absolutely crack that shit open and smoke them because if they're past their peak, they're still going to be good.
2: Yeah, they're just going to get worse and worse as, as they go Correct. on after that kind of time. All right, it looks beautiful. I mean, the rabbit was kept well, a
3: lot of oils.
2: Yeah. Usually, uh, with time, the oils start dissipating. As we saw when we took the cellophane off Very it, yellow. It, the yellow was, was the oils from the tobacco mm-hmm. uh, leaving it. So uh, some has left, for sure. But let's see. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo was the brand, while all other the brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal last chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, in excellence, excellence. I saw. Uh, I was listening while I was talking, and I could hear a jet engine in the background. But that was <laughs> Ed Sullivan lighting his cigar. And yeah, nobody it, knows unless you tell them. Well, it. everybody knew that one because yeah. that was loud and clear. Um, you didn't kick it, Coltrara, did you? And uh, I did. You got it. So you got.
4: I know what's going on. Coffee with three
2: creams and three sugars. No, there's no coffee. When you see the. From the box. A little bit of cedar, but get that on the foot big time.
3: With with uh some breads, especially sourdough where they uh the fermentation is happening, when you eat that bread even after it's cold, you get that almost alcoholic taste to it and that's the mm-hmm. cold draw here. The
2: sourdough is good.
3: Yeah, I'm getting room temperature Dunkin' donuts.
4: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> room temperature. Yeah. Well, once you light it, it'll make it hotter.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I want you after the show to go get yourself tested for strokes. <laughs> We're going to light our cigar today with the Saber by Vertigo, featuring single action, two jets angled for pinpoint accuracy, the patented Vertigo big ass tank, and a full size V cutter right on the front. All for the low price of twenty nine ninety nine. That is the Saber by Vertigo.
2: Barry, you remember the cigar back then?
5: Yeah, and I remember the wrapper being thicker than this. For some reason, a lot of Tarano cigars, I remember, had too thick of a wrapper. Didn't burn a lot of them right, at least the ones I've smoked. The fact that the wrapper feels this thin under the fingers, I wonder if that is from the aging.
2: Boy, it's got some power. After all those years...
4: A R- lot of nuttiness on the red yeah. oil. <clears throat> Spicy nuts with a touch of cedar.
2: So the Torano family was uh, perceived as a top cigar-making family in the business, uh, saying it spanned for four generations in the tobacco industry. But I want you to know that it's not in the cigar industry, it's in the tobacco business priding themselves as experts in knowledge, top-notch quality. The Tiranio family cultivated crops in the Dominican Republic, Nicaragua, Mexico, and Ecuador. They were tobacco family. Uh, they, they also owned lots of brands, and they made lots of brands for other people in relatively a short period of time. In 2014, as predicted, General Cigar acquired all Tiranio brands. They bought all the brands and had nothing to do with the Tarano family after. General uh, also acquired the Tarano entire brand portfolio, but not the company's Tarano family cigar, which no longer exists. Tarano owned two factories in Honduras and Nicaragua. Um, they made brands like CAO, Tarano, and Dunhill, um, which by the time of the acquisition, CAO were not made there, and Dunhill was discontinued. Scandinavian Tobacco Group, um, um, uh, bought CAO and sold the two factories to them. So um, that's what ended up happening with those factories. So there was a little monogamy going on. They had worked with them before. General started producing the Exodus line, Casa Taranio, Cameroon uh, 1916, and Brickhouse in the factories that they sold. Dan Carr, the president of General, said the acquisition of the Taranio brands represented an opportunity for us to strategically expand our portfolio. I'm saying this stuff out because Tarano cigars almost do not exist anymore. Uh, they changed their packaging and made them look like Camachos at first, if you remember that. Yep. Uh, they hired members of the Tarano family. Uh, that didn't work out either. And today, it is basically an online house brand at the very best. Um, as, uh, unfortunate as it would happen, we had this plan that we were having this cigar on the show to talk about acquisitions that happened in the past. And unfortunately, uh, Carlos Tarano, um, the guy that created, uh, ter- the Tarano cigar brand passed away this week. Oh no. At the age of 78, Carlos Taranio senior, former maker of Carlos Taranio cigar line. He was born in Cuba uh, and his families were grower of tobacco. Like all companies in Cuba, in 1960, the family uh, business was nationalized, seized by the Cuban government, and the Taranio, uh, Carlos Taranio was 16 years old at that time. The, the uh, Carlos's family lost everything. The Taranio family left Cuba, and young Carlos Taranio Sr. went to school. He took a career in computer business. He later became a cigar broker in 1991, selling other people's cigars as a broker, uh, different brands. Is that what brokers do? Yeah. In 1994, Carlos took a chance and had someone make a brand bearing his name and became a brand owner, starting and selling and distributing his own cigar bearing his name. This is 1994. 1994. Later, he took his hand at cigar making, buying the Latin cigar, Cigars de Honduras, and Latin Cigars de Nicaragua, factories that made cigar brands, including his own brand, Carlos Tarano. Tarano retired at the year 2000, just six years later, and the Tarano brands were eventually sold to General Cigar in 2014. So uh, he did a lot in a short period of time in the cigar industry, uh, and later uh, it being sold, and when these acquisitions happen, I scratch my head at why they happen, because here you are, General Cigar, you invested the money in buying, selling your factories to them, and saying, okay, we don't want these factories, then later buying the company for more money, and then getting rid of their brands. Strange. What, you know, is Unless it like they needed
3: them for... They needed the name, factory? No, they may have needed those front marks to, to perform name changes.
2: It's not like it's necessarily public That's knowledge... Interesting. That's interesting. ...when they changed the brand name. You would think they have so many, though, because... Scandinavian Tobacco General Cigar had acquired Hoy, Hoy, de, Nicar- Hoy de Monterrey mm-hmm. uh, Villazon Company, which was Hoy de Monterrey and Punch. Uh, all their acquisitions that they took, including Cigars International, with lots of brands, they got a they got hundreds of brands. You have to imagine, uh, do they though? Because I found out through you
3: that one of our manufacturer friends. Owns a lot of the front marks that are used on some of the discount websites. Absolutely, to the tune of three, four hundred. Yeah. So, do they really own all that many brands, or is it just does it just appear that way?
2: I think it's not all that we think, but I think it's more than enough of buying a brand and discontinuing it because Taranya was was one that always looked. To the average consumer, it's an old brand. This thing's been around for years and years. It's an old and four generations and all this stuff when really it was start to finish less than 20 years.
3: I think a company like General Cigar, Scandinavian Tobacco, they don't have a five-year plan. They have a 10-year plan, and they are well-versed in how things go in the cigar industry. I think name change is, is probably the best reason. So let me tell you a little. Um, oh, I, I, I did this, right? You did that. I did that. I want you to have you, yourself also tested for strokes. No, I got to,
2: because we missed uh, Ask the Dawn. So let, let's get to uh, the Ask the Dawn segment, uh, brought to you by Don Rafael Cigars. It's time to ask the Dawn.
1: Brought to you. By Don Rafael Cigars. Don Rafael Cigars are premium cigars. Mellow and smooth. Built for every man's everyday enjoyment. Don Rafael Cigars. Now, here is the question of the week.
3: Question of the week was uh, submitted through the Contact Us page of the Cigar Authority com And Bradley writes, What do y'all... He must be from the South. Okay. What do y'all do with boxes and bands from cigars y'all have smoked? Do you just throw them away? Or do you use them for something? I started hanging boxes up to make little shelves that I can put extra cutters and lighters in. I have a whole collection of cigar boxes at home because I'm in the process of remodeling. And so I have every size screw labeled on the box every nail tools blades everything goes in cigar boxes for storage
2: i stopped years and years ago saving and when we remodeled up here i had some serious boxes of um really specialty things that were that meant something to me and i looked at them somebody took a picture of and then threw them away and ended it because it's it can overtake your world Especially if you smoke a lot of cigars like I do. It's My real... buddy,
3: Brendan, uh, who owns TSR Hockey behind us, he puts his boxes, he screws them into the garage wall. So he has a wall of boxes. Every box that he buys gets screwed to the wall. Hmm. Classic boxes are perfect
5: for firewood. The only reason why you should save a, a cigar box is if you need wood for the fire pit. And bands, I put them right in the garbage. Yeah. Yeah. After they've been sitting on my desk. I, like, I, I even I have that, that nice
2: band thing that I put the bands in. Do you even I, use it? I, it, it, It's got to be only this this high. Of, I forget. I smoke so many. I could fill that thing in a couple of weeks, but I just <laughs> always forget to end up doing it. And then what do I do with them? Then pour them in the, pour them in the garbage.
4: All right. I have no use for either. I yeah. just buy naked cigars in but a bundle.
2: You would? Sure. And pay that kind of money? I don't sure. know. Sure. Yeah? I don't care. He doesn't care.
4: If it's good, it's good.
2: So say it was... I I remember some manufacturer did it before. Box of cigars came in 25s, and they made bundles of 27. And to the the retailer, they said, you can buy a box of cigars, that cost you this much, or get a bundle of 27, and it's the same amount, and then you could sell it to somebody and... They'll get 27 if they buy the whole box. Or you as a retailer, you're making extra money by not costing us the money on the box. And for whatever reason, it didn't work out.
4: I'd, I'd buy the bundle every time. Every time.
2: I don't need the box. With, with, with very few exceptions. Because that box is costing them at least two cigars. hmm So what does the, it's interesting. Interesting, but... Cedar, white pepper, new wallet... And a little cinnamon on the finish. So you got leather, espresso, and earth. A lot of flavor mm-hmm. to it. This cigar is
5: aged really well. Because I well remember done.
3: when it came out, it's much better than I remember. The combustion line is exceptional. The ash is absolutely perfect. Couldn't be
2: whiter. I mean, that's white. Uh, it looks like a high end cigar. And it wasn't, right? No, it was $7. So, I mean, 14
3: years ago, $7 was, what, on the higher end? Thank you for sharing it with us, Chris. Yes. And uh, don't share another one of these cigars with anybody. Mm-hmm. Smoke them all yourself.
2: They're good. They're good, I I would say, say they're,
3: they've peaked. This is the apex.
2: Yeah. Um, after show today, we're going to talk about what's new and what's hot which doesn't have to be a new cigar at all. It can be stuff that's sitting on there, and we'll tell you some of the things we've been smoking and uh, what's out there. Um, we should do that once a quarter. That should be the after show once a quarter because the, the rotation changes as I... Our- sure, sure. What's, what's happening and what's hot. Okay, let's get to the poll question of the week brought to you by Victor Sinclair. And the question of the week
5: is brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. Victor Sinclair Cigars, the cigars you won't question... And two things happened last week. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame fan vote for 2022 was announced, and one of the nominees performed in the Super Bowl. So we asked our listeners of seven of the top popular nominees, if they could only vote one person in, who would it be? And we listed the Arrhythmics, Duran Duran, Judas Priest, Dolly Parton, Eminem, Rage Against the Machine, and Pat Benatar. Pat Benatar. And if you can only pick one, that's what our listeners said, Pat Benatar. One by 9%, followed by Judas Priest, and then Dolly Parton. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Pat Benatar was the obvious win there. Jonathan doesn't like it at all. and uh, That's a rock and no, roll. I mean, rock I, and roll Hall of Fame. Eminem, Pat Benatar, of
3: Eminem, it's too early for him. He can get in later. He's got plenty of time. I mean, it's Horrible. not even rock Pull and roll. Pull your pants
2: up, for Christ's sake. That's all uh, I got to say
3: about that. <laughs> oh wow! But the I Pant. think Rage Against the Machine, I, I would be interested in them. Yeah. See, I voted for Judas Priest.
2: The fifty-year-old man, his pants hanging down uh, off his uh, ass.
3: It's not right. Took, f-
2: a, took a knee. I was disgusted with him. And for the record, <laughs> there was
5: a tie for last place between Duran Duran and Eminem. There's an important question up on the website this week pertaining to the care package. So if you get the care package, go ahead and vote and let me know and
2: duran duran were fabulous musicians Mm -hmm. they were unbelievable if you want to talk about music they were fabulous musicians they were top tier no ed sullivan Eh, yeah i mean they were fine they were better than fine those are they were fine Yeah. (laughs) yeah
4: that's what i'm saying
2: All right. Upcoming shows on the Cigar Authority. Next week, we will talk about box pressing. Does it change anything? And we're going to smoke a round cigar and a box press cigar. It's in the care package. I know some of you guys can't stand it, and you're going right to it and smoking a cigar. Smoke something else and wait and hang on to this, and let's smoke them side-by-side comparison and see what Mm -hmm. the difference. The same exact ingredients in both cigars and um, does box pressing change it? I think you're going to be surprised. We're going to
3: have to smoke them at the same time.
2: Yes. Same I like time. that. Uh, March 5th, is there sexism in the cigar industry?
5: And HR has forbidden me from being a part of that That's so. right.
2: Barry will not even he be can't here.
4: be on the show. No, because huh?
2: he's going to say the wrong thing. <laughs> so uh, we're going to eliminate him off there. air. Uh, March 12th, America's favorite pastime. Ram from El Artista Cigars will join us. We will smoke the Stadium Series 2. And we will also smoke uh, a big poppy along with him. And uh, on the 19th, we have personal stories of the cigar industry, cigar brands, and their owners. Uh, I've been putting this together. I got some stories for you. This is unbelievable. Personal stories in the cigar industry. I think it's going to be a good show. Uh, it looks it uh, on paper right now. We'll see. I think we can pull a good one off. Uh, Finally. Early, early thoughts here on the Taranio Virtuoso. Virtuoso. <laughs> uh, for this age of a cigar, it makes you want to start aging cigars. Yeah, a
5: lot of cedar, hint of vanilla. It's really good.
2: I don't remember smoking a cigar. I'm sure I did back in the day, but it wasn't as good as this.
5: I remember the wrapper being thick and the cigar not burning well, and you said it was only around for a couple of years. Yeah.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Boy, take the band off this. You'd say, where do you get these, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go to break, and we can wrap this show up in two hours. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we got email, prize to give away, and more. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
9: Available at top retailers like 2 and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar & Company.
6: Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H-Up in 1844 in Yeho is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Jose
1: Dominguez. Jose Dominguez.
9: Jose Jose, Jose Dominguez. Did you know Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the very best blend for his namesake? Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers the mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. Now, anyone that's tried one will tell you Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar, it's worth so much more. So next time you light up, make it the best. Make it a Jose Dominguez cigar. Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez.
1: Jose. Jose. Jose
6: Dominguez. Hi, this is Steve Saka from Dunbarton Tobacco and Ross, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Remember he was in the business before he sold
2: out? (laughs) Oh, no, that didn't happen yet. (laughs) <laughs> no, we're back and uh we're talking predictions and uh that that's gonna continue probably all week long of uh hearing from different people on that. But um uh Uh, It's all good. We're smoking the Tarano and Carlos Tarano Sr. passed away uh, at the young age of 78 years old. Uh, Did um, remarkable things for uh, a short period of time, I would say about 20 years, in the cigar end of it, manufacturing cigars. uh, Sold his company off, and uh, I don't know what they're doing with it. They they certainly own it, but um, it is a uh, cigar that always was perceived as it was around forever. And it was it was uh, a short-lived brand, uh, but uh, here it is, uh, aged for uh, probably 14 years, and mm. wow,
4: still a ton of flavor. Oh my
2: God, amazing cigar! Uh, thank you to um, Chris. Chris that, that sent it to us. Thank you so much. Wow, uh, uh, never so- never like receiving cigars from other people. I'm the guy that's supposed to give cigars or something, but. It's special. It's really good. Thank you. So,
5: uh, Café Cigars announced that they're closing their Honduras operations today, and they have partnered with La Aurora.
2: Whoa. Hmm. Mm. Okay. So, something's already had. Café, small, small company. Yep. He bounced around a lot in the past few years. Yeah, uh, he had
5: his own factory, though, in Honduras, yeah. and he's shutting it down, and he's partnering up with La Aurora.
2: Partnering up. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that word, <laughs> but... It'll be interesting because he he has very little distribution. Yes. Um, you know what? What could he add to them? He's probably having the cigar manufactured by mm-hmm. them. I don't think he's going to take their distribution on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see where that goes. But um, there's lots of little things like that mm-hmm. in the works. We'll see. We'll see what ends up happening. Um, okay, it's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. <laughs> <laughs>
5: And Dave and Ed, this one concerns you guys as the government is working as intended. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration has ordered Tesla to recall their boombox feature, which allows vehicle users to program their front speaker with the sound of their choosing to replace the horn. Dave, if you were unaware, you could have replaced your car horn with Bruno the cowbell. However, a lot of users have done this to include items such as flatulence.
2: I've heard that.
5: The recall applies to over half a million Teslas and can be fixed via an over-the-air update. Tesla won't remove the feature entirely, but will disable it when the vehicle is in drive, neutral, or reverse. So don't worry, Tesla owners. You could still park your car on the side of the road and fart at pedestrians if that's your thing. However, personally, I would have gone with the ludicrous song, Move, Bitch, Get Out the Way. And that's not only insane,
2: it's asylum. Hmm. You knew that, Ed? Oh, yeah. I heard that, but yeah. you ever operate it?
4: I've used it. Really? I, you know, it's a gimmick.
2: There's a couple of updates that it did Did you
4: make re- the fart sound? Yeah, I mean, you can turn your seats into whoopee cushions I've if done you that. want. I've done that. <laughs>
2: by accident or on purpose? I, don't, I, I think it was by accident. Why am I just finding this out now? <laughs> as soon as I You've got the car. You've had the car for two years. It does a lot of shit. Then I,
4: there was the Christmas light show. Right where it would make the windows go up and down, the mirrors fold while it was playing music.
2: I was driving the car coming back from New York by myself, and oh. the um, yeah. cowbell starts. Yeah, takes over the total dashboard. Don't, don't
4: fear the Reaper, and it turns into a rainbow. You probably and I
2: couldn't stop it. At- I didn't know what the fuck <laughs> to do. How did that happen?
4: Um, I think you probably got annoyed that it wasn't going into the self-driving okay. so if you click that down i think five times then oh it goes that's in totally to you it. that's me i've seen him <laughs> yeah. i've seen him
3: open 15 of the same exact window because he just didn't wait the computer says i'm thinking and he's like
2: go now <laughs> you click that down five times and all of a sudden that plays yeah why would somebody make that happen why not it's fun and it blast Oh, I yeah. couldn't lower it. I couldn't do anything. No,
4: and it just keeps going and going. And,
2: and here going. I am. I almost drove off the side of the highway. <laughs> I, mean, I do not know what the hell was going you on. You can't
4: drive off the side of the highway in
3: a Tesla. It won't let you. you no, it will let them. It yeah. won't self-correct and save the driver? It'll try, but you can overrule it.
2: I can overrule that.
3: All right. The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page well, of thecigarauthority.com. What about a prize? And this week's email of the week is brought to you by... Monte Cristo cigars. This week's prize is a toque, which, Took. Is, a, which is a hat, a mug, <laughs> nice hat. Some hot chocolate.
2: Life. Nice, nice mug too. Rum mm-hmm. chata.
3: Is it nice rum chata? I yeah,
2: don't know. Yes, hot chocolate was excellent. Mm-hmm.
3: You the got one. my hot chocolate. I did. I, I got your candle though. The mm-hmm. candle's really nice. Okay, and an awesome letter opener that I use uh, for almost every day. Little hint: Don't put the mug through the dishwasher. I heard that. Yeah. Also, don't. Stab the uh, letter opener into the mug because it shatters.
9: Hmm. Subject line
3: from the the fat with a PH Cuban. Uh, Uh The subject line is spit, swallow, or wash it down. This has Barry's attention. Hey, y'all. Must be from the South. I have been enjoying cigars for five years now, and I smoke two cigars a day unless I'm under the weather or work doesn't permit. In the time I have been smoking, I notice that I salivate a lot. I often feel inclined to spit, even if it's a cigar I love, with few exceptions, usually Maduro cigars. Is it normal to have an unbearable amount of saliva? Should I always have a drink with my cigar to wash it down like food? Does me wanting to spit mean I actually don't like the cigar? Sorry for the gross question. Thanks for the help. I love the show. Keep up the good work.
2: Yes, yes, no. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: that's settled.
5: Certain tobaccos are mouthwatering. In yes. the Dominican Republic, San Vicente is one of them. Yeah, certain so
2: uh, ones dry.
5: Yeah, so it's the tobacco being used that's making you salivate
3: or the oral fixation. Yeah, I like
2: dry wines and things like that.
3: I tend to spit a lot when I'm outside and Quitter. I just swallow hmm. when I'm inside.
2: Mm-hmm. But it doesn't surprise me. Certain cigars <laughs> make sense. It's make, not really. It's not something where I'm
3: like, oh my god, I can't handle the amount of spit that's in my mouth. I've never noticed it. So he's handled a lot of things in his mouth. <laughs> let's be honest.
2: I've smoked a cigar and say and said, wow, I got to go spit. Yeah. Go in the bathroom and spit. It just and so much.
4: Some of them said. are quite the opposite. And it just it, dries out and your some mouth. Some
2: cigars, I loved it. And some cigars, I hated it. So the no was, does that mean I don't like the cigar? Because that has no mm-hmm. bearing on no. it. Uh, but uh, yes, it has happened. Yes, it has happened. So.
3: Brandon writes through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com with respect to after show notes. Hey, guys, great shows, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. Smoke up your ass that everyone says. Listening to the after show, and I couldn't agree more with what was said. We are currently living in a time where no, n- not a soul wants to work and it sickens me. I remember a time in the not too distant past when folks wanted a good paying job doing anything and they were all taken. Now you cannot pay a person enough to work. I feel America might be losing its blue collar soul. I was raised by strong men that showed me how to work and you do anything you need to, to provide the next part. I don't care if it gets read on the show, but please make sure Barry sees this. Of course, I have to on the show. <laughs> Please, for the love of God, stop saying we need a draft. I'm currently active duty, and I can confirm all these weak in moral and work ethic bitches are in the <laughs> services. Uh, we have additional training. He goes on and stuff that that, that does, really doesn't make sense for the show. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. I, I
2: don't say draft them, but so make I, a Barry draft. says draft I,
3: I, all I, the time.
5: I reached out to him, and, and we had a really cool conversation, and he understood my viewpoint. And I understood why he doesn't think there should be a draft, because the people within the military now, he says, are kind of useless from when he joined the military. You know, if you feel like your drill sergeant is picking on you, you could flip over a car. Did they have to back away from you? Oh, my
2: God. <laughs> really? Yes.
5: It's out of control. Uh, but we had a really cool uh, factual debate. Uh, really nice guy. And uh, you- I told him an email, but thank you for your service. I appreciate all that you
2: do. That can't be happening like in the SEALs. in the in the. No, once range. you get to the opera
5: yeah. echelon. But we're talking like boot camp.
2: Yeah. My God. You got to be picked mm. on and freaking humiliated and... Become a man and toughen <laughs> up. These people are going to be shooting at. You.
5: I know we're running late, but if the last draft was a seventy two, with that class going in seventy three, if you look when gangs took hold in the U S., it was the late seventies. Could you say there's a correlation with two working families that there's no structure for kids? That's why I feel there needs to be a draft to create some sort of structure. But then which they can we are just seeing, flick
3: the, flip the card, which, and which we not are seeing is lacking from the people coming for interviews. Oh my but God. I digress. <laughs> The pendulum has swung too far. The world is lacking empathy right now, and that's the thing that we need to bring back. Feel for the people who feel like they have to be know-it-alls in the chat room. Feel for people who are assholes in the lounge because their life sucks, and they're trying to bring you down. You should feel for them, not try to fight them all the time. And if we're more empathetic, I think those people will start to see the light. Who are you?
4: Yeah, the wow. following Jonathan. message was submitted through the
3: Contact Us page of the thecigarauthority.com. Subject line, Bruno Tattoo Challenge.
2: Look at this thing.
3: I'm a longtime listener and watcher of the show and a true cigar nerd. I've been looking to find the right tattoo to represent my cigar journey. And Barry mentioned on the show about getting a tattoo of Bruno the Bell. Well, I don't know about doing it live, but as the first person to actually get the tattoo and not just talk about it, Wow. I hereby would like to propose a challenge to Barry to get the Bruno tattoo. And if he wishes, he can challenge a brand owner or a friend of the show to do the same, and so on and so on until someone wimps out. The second he challenges Dave, this thing is over. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I'm not doing it. But I might just wow. be a
3: little crazy, but surely I am not the only one. I love the show. You are. Don't change a thing. <laughs> so far, <laughs> both. Mm-hmm. p.s i've sent david and barry a picture of said tattoo i think it looks awesome
2: it's we just though if you're watching on uh youtube or, mm-hmm. or facebook now, i
3: think the place can... that barry should get the tattoo is on his his right chest mm-hmm. and his that nipple
2: a, that, that ain't a little one that ain't a little, no, that's like a, a, little that's one. a tattoo he,
3: he, that's a big tattoo. that's mm-hmm. a tattoo uh but if his nipple was the dinger on the bell and then, then I he could... wouldn't have to get that Tattoo and he could pierce it out yeah
5: i could pierce the dinger ouch
3: <laughs> that is massively big so i'm voting painful. for the he got the tattoo of the show if he doesn't win the prize this week yeah i'm, I'm
4: sorry i'm voting for the military guy
3: <laughs> i'm voting
2: for tattoo
4: I, I gotta go with the tattoo you have to mm-hmm. yeah right, tattoo guy takes taking
2: nothing away from the military nothing whatsoever holy god <laughs> you, you, you do that to yourself God. <laughs> Do
4: that to yourself
2: right. Does and that make him the number one fan?
5: Absolutely And he happens to be in the uh, chat room on YouTube so uh, He knows he won We've been messaging on Facebook Just shoot me your address And if you want to add anything to you the order So name? shipping's paid for uh, But Shoot me your uh, What's address. What's his name? His name is uh, Cigar Crazy. He doesn't really use his name here, so I'd have to go to my phone. It's all
2: right. Maybe he doesn't want to know. Cigar Crazy, he is crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he I says
3: it's no. four, four inches tall.
2: You're mm-hmm. four inches?
3: You're 60 now, right? 61 this mm-hmm. year?
4: Six, 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 Something six, like that. 62.
3: Yeah. Late. I'm in my late 50s. It's time for you <laughs> to be a man and get a tattoo. No What better than the cowbell? No. No. It's not like you're taking your shirt off for friggin' sunbathing and going swimming. No one's ever going to see it. Actually, Just- you
5: know what? I'm going to get the tattoo down here so the dinger is my dinger. <laughs> oh, dear. You're
3: going you to have to also get a little.
5: There's <laughs> somebody that did it. I got to find somebody that's good at tattoos in the cartoon-esque yeah appearance. you've
2: been saying it you've been saying it but he did it he did it well, and barry also and he said gets he a was letter opener now he was gonna sh- he was gonna change his
3: last if name if only somebody
2: that would send out. him a letter he'd be all set <laughs> and he's
5: cool with people knowing his name is nick
2: okay nick uh, i don't know what to say besides uh thank you for being a super fan and and doing that my god you're the
3: man that's
2: what i say yeah you're the hmm. man wow uh, okay, it's time for the Classic 3-Way. We're going to get it in. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's
1: time for this day in classic history. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. Priced America. as low as $2.99 for the Corona and still under 4 bucks for the 6x60. Classic Cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between, with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff with flavors of old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of twenty, and sold in five great sizes. Classic cigars. The most affordable, premium, handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars.
4: I I like that it's a real knockoff. It's not a fake knockoff. a real
2: (laughs) knockoff. We have Barry as our champion. I have three questions and one tiebreaker. Barry, to you. Seal, rock singer, sultry singer for rock and soul, who most popular song, Kiss free. From a Rose appeared on the Batman Forever soundtrack. He was born today. Seal. 67. 67. I had 1963. 63. 1958. 58. Two points. Ed Sullivan.
4: Damn it. I'm a big fan of Seal. You are? No.
2: No. (laughs) Over to you. Are you a big fan of Smokey Robinson?
4: Eh, Smokey's fine.
2: R&B singer. Name is Smokey singer with the miracles who also defined the Motown sound. He played uh, with the five charms until 1972 and pursued a solo career, uh, released such popular songs as Quiet Storm, Tears of a Clown, You Really got a Hold On Me. I second that emotion. Smokey Robinson, born today, <laughs> what year?
4: 1936.
2: 36. 38. 38. 34. 34. Everybody's in the 30s, 19... 19- 40. 38 will take it. Damn Mr. right. Jonathan.
4: I don't like him. One
2: question to go.
4: Shaft. <laughs> <Over the laughs> You're year. obsessed with ribbons. Oh, never mind.
2: <laughs> Roger Goodell. See what you did there. Roger Goodell, American NFL commissioner. Douchebag. Born in Jamestown, New York today. What year? Uh, 1945. 45. 58.
4: 58.
2: 1960. 60 is one off. 58 will take it. Barry Stein for one point. Ed Sullivan is our champion with the two points. Ed Sullivan, two. Barry, one. Mr. Jonathan, one. And the last one was um, George Harrison ordered to pay um, the music industry $587,000 for um, his song. My Sweet Lord. My Sweet Lord. And he's so fine. Same song. You're going to do a mashup? My Sweet Lord.
4: He's so he's fine. He's so
2: fine. Ronnie Max. He's so fine. Judge Harrison's My Sweet Lord. Same song. And that was in 1981. He had to pay $587,000. That's rubs. not much. Mm. I'm
4: sure he made more from My Sweet Lord. So he net positive.
2: Yeah. All right. So that's it for that. I can't believe we did the show. In two hours, I thought it was going to definitely go long, but we could have chatted about those. Uh, Forever. Yeah, for those predictions. Uh, it is mocked, it is taped, and you'll end up seeing some of those things happen, and you say, how did he figure it out? Volume. Volume. <laughs> if you, if you add, do enough predictions, you're going to get something right. But, um, yeah, you're going to see um, uh, big ring gauges uh, slow down. 60s not going anywhere. It's not going to 60s, but maybe 70s. They're out of they're out of tobacco, man. They're going to start slowing down the production of that stuff. It'll automatically happen. And acquisitions, the companies, the big companies are in acquisition mode. There's no doubt about it. Little companies are looking for people to go to. Distribution uh, is is happening. People uh, looking little brands looking to just. somebody to distribute because to try to do it all is non-profitable and they're all in this to try to make a profit they're trying to figure it out so you'll see changes that's it for us next week this box pressing changes cigar we're going to do a side-by-side comparison with the same exact cigar box press in in the round uh, you have it in your care package. If you're a care package member, join along with us and see if uh, we don't have something here. Until then, you've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
3: And you might have actually learned something today, which makes you the Cigar Authority. The views and
0: opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the
9: opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners, or affiliates.